everyone follows the Greyhound leader. RSN 927. Now on Winners. Time for the weekly Greyhound preview. And what a big night we've got tonight with the National State Finals. And we've got Jason Adams joining us from Sandown to preview this big 12 race program. How are you, Jace? Good morning, Nas. I'm well. And I tell you what, very excited for tonight. As you said, it's going to be a really big night, not only here at Sandown with the two uh, state sprint and distance finals, but as you said, all around the country, all 12 state finals will be run tonight uh, around Australia within the two hour period between 8 and 10 o'clock. So it's going to be very, very, very good. It is, and of course you'll, we'll hear from you uh, on RSN 927 tonight. Yeah, I'll be with John Henry going through all the state finals, and of course the box draws will be later tonight too, with the distance box draw to take place after race 11 here at Sandown, and the sprint after the last race. So uh, a lot to look forward to tonight. There is for sure. Well, let's preview this meeting. We kick things off race one, which will be run at two past six, and number six comes out. Now, the tab market has got number one, Cracker Jack Skip at 225, 370 for Zipper Shoes, uh, Courtings at 550, and Superior Faith at $5. Yeah, great seven event here. There's not a lot of form to go off. I've got number one on top here, Cracker Jack Skip. Just thought he, he won two starts back at Ballarat, and in that start, he jumped from the same box that he would jump from tonight. Just showed really good acceleration when he was able to balance up. And I think tonight from the red, I uh, should get a little bit of room to be able to do the same again, just balance up and really get going. And the only question mark about him is how well he's going to run out the 500 metres. Second number three, Zipper Shoes. And I think we're just about in the dark with this fellow. He's had one career start, one win at the Gardens, now in the Rod Britton Kennel. So I think if we've been realistic, a greyhound coming from New South Wales with one start into the Rod Britton Kennel, I think it's fair to expect that he's going to go well. Third number four, Cording. She was very good last week in a maiden final in 29.92. But look, only had the two career starts. I think it's going to be interesting to see if she can maintain that form going forward. And fourth number seven, Shanlon Sprite. He was good here on Sunday. It's a bit tougher for him, I think, from box seven tonight. So race one, the opener. I've gone one, three, four, and seven. So one from three, four, and seven in the first. We go to race two, taking out the six. Um, here we've got number three, Burbsky Bar, a dollar ninety-five. Dinah Francine at five fifty. Rico Ablett at five. Six dollars for Axel Footloose. Not a race where they really jump off the page. But I've gone number three, Burbsky, Burbsky Bar. Just thought. He's in winning form. He's been very fortunate with inside draws throughout his nine career starts. He's bred to be a strong spinner as well. I think if he gets out well enough tonight, uh, should be hard to beat. Second number eight, Cut Footloose, who I think his best work's yet to come. He's only had the, the six career starts, and I think already it's obvious that he, he can run a bit. Uh, just the more he races going forward, the better he's going to get. Third number seven, Axel Footloose, who was a brother to Cut Footloose. Similar situation there as well. The more he races, the better he's going to get. And fourth, number one, Shaky Coconut. It was second behind Kia Mara here on Sunday, and she's a very impressive type. So it was a good run there. I think he's drawn okay tonight, uh, Shaky Coconut, but we'll be looking for that saloon run on the rail. So race two, I've gone three, eight, seven, and one. Three from eight, seven, and one. Damsel's Dash, race three, take out the two. Number one, Miss Morris set at 270. Lady Emerald at five, three dollars for Mimstar, uh, eight fifty for my um, Hardaway Hannah, seven fifty for Riviera Cruise and Real Obsessions at seven. Four on top, Mimstar. I think she's developing into a really nice type. Her win last start, the two starts back, I should say, the Meadows was good in twenty nine ninety eight. After that run, she was second behind Awesome Catch, who's a very good sprinter. So uh, nothing to be ashamed about there. Second number one, Miss Morissette. 
certainly looks the leader in this race. She's got a vacant box on her outside. So that's going to help uh, and probably is a field as well where there's not a lot of challenges uh, that will be breathing down her neck in the later stages in with a good chance for sure. Third number three, Lady Emerald. Uh, good winner here on Sunday in 29.95. Vacant box inside of her will assist. And fourth number six, Riviera Cruz, who hasn't traditionally done some of her best work here at Sandown, but certainly I think meets a field here uh, that is a bit thinner than what she's met in her last few. So race three, it's gone four, one, three, and six. Four, one, three, six. We now go to race four, take out the nine. Number one, Han Solo, eight, six for Mapunga Laser, Werner Bale at six, 550 zipping captain, Dinah Carney at eight, 260 there for Benali. As, as it often does week to week, this is where the racing heats up a bit. Going number five, zipping captain, just thought this step up in distance for the first time in the 600. I think it comes just at the right time. You'd think with the way he's been beginning uh, in really good fields over the sprint recently, the step up to 595, there's not going to be as much pressure to the first turn. So I think he's going to certainly take an advantage out of that. Will he run the 595? I think yes, no problems. That's number five, zipping captain on top. Second number one, hand solo. Good winner of his trip two starts back, but this is a step up in class. Uh, just interested, interested to see how he's going to handle it. And I think Darren Archer, his trainer, one we're going to see a lot more of going forward. Third number seven, Benali, who placed last week behind Lila Bale. And look, he steps back up to a trip here where I think he's much better suited. Just got to get away better out of the boxes. Fourth number eight, Catalora, who historically his good form has come from inside draw. So not really well drawn in the pink, but we know he's a, he's a genuine stayer and we'll be making a great fist of it late in the race. So race four, I've gone five, one, seven, and eight. So five, one, seven, and eight in race four. We look at race five. He can take out nine and ten. One blackjack Neo at 280, 554 Federal Lily, 284 Aston Duke, and then you've gone undisputed at $5. I've gone number three, Federal Lily here, and she's one of those types that's got high speed. She's a reliable, reliable beginner, so I think we have to lean towards her. Form of the track's pretty good as well. She's had four wins. Uh, from the six starts for a second as well. I think she ticks a lot of boxes. More than happy to have her on top number three, Federal Lily. From six, Aston Duke, who I thought was fair last week. He probably wasn't at his brilliant best in the beginning, as well as what he has been throughout that maturity series in the meadow. So I think he needs to recapture that sort of form uh, to be able to win, for, especially from this awkward draw tonight. Third number one, Blackjack Neo. is a strong type. Naturally, he, he kind of strikes himself as a as a 600-metre dog, but he's dropped back to the sprint uh, in his last couple of starts, and he's really put together some good runs as well. So I think it'd be kind of rude to rule him out. He, he's very strong, uh, won't be racing up front early, but certainly late in the race, uh, that's where he's going to pop up. Fourth number eight, Undisputed, who's been a bit stiff with his box draws uh, recently. It's his fourth draw in a row from box number eight. So, look, the way he's handled it from the pink in his last few, he's handled it pretty well. So I think he's he's done enough to, to certainly have him included. So race five, First leg of the quaddy, I've gone three six one and eight. Three six one eight race five. Uh, we go to race six, free for all five fifteen. Uh, here we've got uh, Dinah Wazza three forty, a dollar eighty uphill jewel, nine fifty black mumbo, another one single figures. One of those races, this one, where on these feature nights like we've got tonight, the free for all gets forgotten about, and it still is a really really good race. Of going to champ number two, Uphill Jewel, I thought last week we, we said she's gonna she's probably going to lead, but we're going to have question marks over whether she ran the 500 metres out properly. Uh, she's had three months off the track. Last week was her first outing back. I think she'll take a lot out of that run. She's, she's a type-like striker light. Now, they really need to be 
running over 500 metres for a while to be that rock-hard fit. I just think for Apia Jill, last week was that run she needed. And I think we, we can forget as well, she went 29.61, which wins a lot of races uh, over this distance. I think for her, she should lead, should be hard to beat as well. Second number six, Donna Roscar, where this is a fellow where he wins. He wins really well, but he doesn't always produce his best work. Uh, box six looks a bit awkward tonight, but given his his class and given his talent, I think it's you can't really rule him out. Third number five, Black Mumbo, who is back again. He's a, a champion veteran of the sport, of course. He turned five in November. I thought he was good last week behind at taking aim and just one of those types. He just cannot rule a line to him. He loves the track. Of course, he's a group one winner here. And fourth, number one, Dinah Waza, who without doubt is a talented type. We look at his PB, 29.31. That's quick. I just think in his last month or two, been a bit disappointing, but he does draw well uh, in a box where he, he has produced some, some of his best work. So race six, I've gone two on top clearly from six, five, and one. Two from six, five, and one. Uh, then we have a look at race number seven, and this race is the national distance final. Seven fifteen, take out nine and ten. We've got number three, Rippin Sam, two ninety, a dollar sixty-five for Tornado Tears. They're the only two given a, a real strong winning chance this year. Yeah, look, and as it has been for for quite the the, the recent few months in feature races over this distance. I've gone with number seven, Tornado Tears. I just thought he's going to bounce back. We saw last week he began okay. Just got caught behind um, Flying Fly, who certainly cost him a bit of ground. And, look, we know if he can get out in front, he can run some serious, serious sectionals. And I think on paper, it looks like he's going to get a good run. He's got a slow beginner on his outside in bot like Beckham. Donna Chance is probably not going to give him too much issues on his inside. So I can see him settling... Uh, in a forward position. And as I said, once he gets that clear running early, we know exactly what he's capable of, and it's very, very hard to beat him. Second number three, Rip and Sam, who, as we know, was unbelievable last week. He won his heat in 41.32, and he's run home time. He got home in about 10.50. That is just remarkable. We don't see many sprint races even run home in that sort of time. The advantage he had last week was he was in a six-dog field, so he's not going to get it as easy uh, in an eight-dog field here, and certainly a race that's uh, got better stars within it. Just think, if he can settle close enough, he's going to give Tornado Tears a real shake. He's got Flying Flyer uh, on his inside. He will begin well. She'll be punching up early. Just hope Rip and Sam can be close enough. And how good would it be to see Tornado Tears out in front and Rip and Sam can't about five or six lengths behind him. That's a uh, fantasy land, and hopefully we get it tonight. Third number four, Billy's Baker. I thought he was exceptional last week behind at Rip and Sam. He went 41-64 in his own right, just stiff to be running in some of the superstars of recent years over the staying trip. And fourth, number six, Dinah Chance. So a bit like Billy Spake, he's a, he's a gun stay. I just he's sort of in the wrong era where these two stars are just dominating the staying ranks uh, over the last few months and look like they will uh, over the next six months as well. So uh, a ripping race is, of course, the top two. We'll go through to the national final on Friday, August 24. Rip and Sam, he carries a wild card here, so there's a complicated wild card implications for the distance race. Uh, you can check out more of that information on our website at sandangreyhounds.com.au. But for the Croc Media uh, National Distance Victorian final, I've gone 7, 3, 4 and 6. 7, 3, 4, 6. We have a look at the sprint final where you can take out 9 and 10. Number one, big flood at 2.50. Dinah Paddy, 380. Orson Allen at 480. Poke the Bear is at $7. Ripping race this one. Look, I've probably got six chances here winning the race, but in terms of uh, what chance they do have, I've gone with number one at Big Flood. I just thought the factors kind of 
way out for him. He, he didn't really time the start last week, but he carries just so great speed to the corner. I think tonight he's going to get the run of the race. He's got Shadal on his outside, who began better last week than what he has been. So if he begins well again, we know he likes to shift off the track a little bit, which is going to give Big Flood plenty of room to really hit that corner hard like he does. Uh, and I think with that clear running early, can run some really fast time. Second number two, Shadal, that one I just spoke about, uh, will give Big Flood the one the run of the race, I think. But with him as well, given he does want to get off too, he's a big fellow, he's a hard chaser. So he also puts those ones in the outside uh, off a bit. We know he's strong as well. He was a terrific comfort behind winner of his seat last week. Third number three, Dinah Patty. Look, she didn't excel last week. She didn't time the start like we saw her do throughout the, the maturity series. But I think, look, only the best works can win this race, I think. We know she's absolutely capable of that. But I just think, look, she's in the firing line here. She's got Shadale on her inside who does like to shift off the track a little bit. And then Austin Allen on her outside who likes the head to the Ferrales. So she's going to have to nail the start uh, to avoid getting her race chopped up. And fourth, number five, Poke the Bear, who look should get a clear run. As I said, Austin Allen likes to get to the inside. And look, Poke the Bear, one of the strongest sprinters we've got uh, in the state at the moment. But this is a field where... Anything can happen. It's group one quality, quality, but I've gone one, two, three, and five. So one from two, three, and five in race eight. We go to race number nine. Now let's have a look at this. Uh, we've got number one, Wolfie's Girl 950, Spectra Style at 750, Rebecca Bale 650, Leprechaun Storm at three, and Midnight Starlet at $3.20. I've gone number three, Rebecca Bale. I just think she's a type who leads most of her races. Looks the leader on paper here, and look, I can only see her going around 29.70, but in a race like this, that's probably going to be enough. We saw she was very good on Saturday night, where she led a long way, uh, just beaten by a smart sprinter into the fat. Second number, seven, Midnight Starlet. Now, she's going to be the swooper of this race, and the draw doesn't at all suit her. Probably not going to be able to lead, but she finds clear running mid-race. She's going to be hitting the line very hard. Third number five, Leprechaun Storm. Now, she's first up for a while, Leprechaun Storm. She hasn't raced for uh, almost two months, and I think she's a type who needs a few starts under her belt to really regain some of her best form, and I think at around that $3.20 uh, where she's at at the moment, not too comfortable to install a lot of confidence in her at that price. And fourth, number one, Wolfie's Girl, who's well-drawn, uh, does have speed, but I think the few here that she's got to overcome. So race nine, I've gone three, seven, five, and one. Three from seven, five, one. We have a look at race 10, take out the nine. Number one, Dinah Benny, 4.20. Hazelwood Flyer at 3.70. Mapunga Debbie, six. Down to Khaleesi Girl at $8. And Destini Cavalier, 5.50. Vandermix at seven. Going number six, Destini Cavalier. I thought his run last week was was very, very good. Of course, he was third behind Ella Enchanted, and I thought Destiny Cavalier held up a few times and still only beaten four and a half lengths than Ella Enchanted, who went really fast time. I think he's good enough to overcome this draw as well, box number six. Second number four, Mapunga Debbie, who is one we've lent to uh, quite a lot in the past, but just seems to be a type that runs a lot more placings than what she does uh, getting past the line first. Looks to be the same story again here. She's a not a bad price at around $6, but I think the way she's been going uh, in these sort of races, and we do like her, I think there's probably even money to run a place is going to be the more attractive option. Third number three, Hazelwood Flyer, very consistent. He's had three placings from his six starts uh, over this distance here. It's probably a matter of time before uh, he breaks through for a win. And fourth number one, Dinah Betty, who can pop up every now and then, but he is a very slow beginner, uh, but he will be running on late in the race. So race 10, 
have gone six, four, three, and one. Six from a four, three, one. Uh, we go to race 11, four, five, and six come out. One real simple at 2.30, two Kinglock Moss at 2.80, seven for Nangar Jill, and Rock and Rico's at $4.20. Two on top here, Kinglock Moss. And look, I spotted this dog quite a while back when he came out of his uh, maiden series, and I thought he looks to be a pretty talented type with a bit of class. And the way he just raced, it was very good last start. He won at the Meadows going 30 and 16. Has showed good form here at the track too. I think he's on the up. Uh, this is just another stepping stone for him reaching that sort of free-for-all class level. Second number one, real simple. Looks to be a speedy type. The uh, New South Wales sprinter now into the Thompson kennel. And look, the common here in the form guide that says can lead but will get very tired. I don't necessarily agree with that. He's been running over 500 uh, in New South Wales. And I think being in the Thompson kennel now, no chance they'd be running him over 500 if he wasn't able to do it. Third, number nine, Rock and Rico, who comes in the box number five. Won three in a row, so he's high on confidence at the moment. He's got a vacant box on his inside. That's always an advantage. And fourth, number seven, Nangar Jill, who's first up for the Rob Britton kennel. Of course, she's a sprinter who's come down from New South Wales. Uh, I just want to see a few starts from her before we really know uh, what she's all about. So two, one, nine, and seven in race eleven. Two, one, nine, seven, race eleven. We look at race twelve. Take out seven and nine. We've got number one, Joanna Express at five fifty. Alpha Lucky three sixty. Three eighty, Connor Allen. And then you've got Double Q at three dollars and thirty cents favourite. Three on top, Alpha Lucky. I just think he's a, he's a prominent winner. This guy. He's won eighteen of his fifty-three career starts. Thought he's a good winner. Here on Sunday, he went good time, 29.62, best of the day. Just needs to begin well, and I think he's going to be right in the thick of things. Second number four, Connor Allen, who's won his last two. Uh, before that, had a little bit of a lapse in his form, but then again, before that, uh, he was winning over 600 metres. So we know he's strong. they just got to begin on terms, and we think we, I think we can expect him to finish well. Third number one, Dorner Express. Now, there's no greyhound out of the Dewan kennel that isn't consistent and tries their hardest. Uh, this fellow is exactly like that. I think he's a must for the exotics. And fourth, number eight, Double Q, who's got a big motor, uh, poorly drawn, but certainly uh, on his win last start at sale, uh, must be included. So race 12, the last, have gone three, four, one, and eight. So we go three, four, one, eight. The last, what's your best Ruffy Quaddy play of the night? Best bet, race six, number two, Uphill Jill. Just hope she can lead. She does lead. She's going to be very hard to beat. I think even money's a good price for her. Value bet, race four, number five, sitting captain, of course, again, steps up to the 600 for the first time. Around $556 is his price. Quaddy, first leg, have gone one, three, and six. Second leg, number two, one out. Third leg, three, and seven. And the final leg, we'll open it up in a bit. We'll go one, two, three, four, five, and six. We're $20, we'll get us about 55%. And don't forget, there's a $100,000 projected Quaddy pool tonight, thanks to tabs.com.au. And look, what a night to have that. It's going to be fantastic, of course, again, with the two state finals uh, here in Victoria, but all the 12 state finals around the country, of course. Sky Racing 2 will be unlocked and free uh, throughout the night. There's showcase coverage kicking off between uh, going between 8 and 10 o'clock. And as you mentioned earlier, Nard, uh, RSN uh, all over it tonight. I'll be on with John Henry uh, going through all the, the what's happening around the state finals for the Nationals. It's a very exciting time and uh, it, it rolls forward tonight. Wonderful, Jase. Yeah, a lot to look forward to. Good luck on the punt. Thanks, Nard. Jason.